0: They say that all in love is fair,
1: all oh, but you don't. My house, Rufus, can we go anywhere we want at any time? Gentlemen, you can do anything you want, as long as you remember this. No matter what happens, you must get to that report. Got it? All right, amigos, that book will
0: give you the number of any place you want to go. Now, most important,
2: no matter what you do, no matter where you go, that clock, the clock in San Dimas, is always running. Got it? Yeah. All right, time for me to go. What do you mean, Rufus? Yeah, aren't you coming with us? Gentlemen, you're on your own. Thank you, I Fight Dragons, for the final time. Uh, welcome to the finale of Time Traveling. How are you, my excellent friends? Woo!
1: We're excellent.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Will, party uh, on, dude.
1: Will Asbill Esquire. Uh, Josh Theodore
2: Wasta? <laughs> sure. Josh Joshua Wasta. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Howland. And uh, Anne doesn't have a longer name than Anne as Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know my name is disappointing. Uh, I'm impressed that Bill managed to get a law degree and pass the bar. Right. <laughs> but he's still feeling high school history. It's a lot.
2: Yeah, it's it uh, is an enigma. Right? Sure. I mean, he probably went to the same school that Dr. Dre did.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh so yeah, we're gonna be talking about Bill and Ted's excellent adventure today. Uh, let's start with go around. Uh, I'm not gonna give an order, but how long had it been, had it been, since you have watched this movie? Like a full commit? I think like a full 10 years yeah beginning to end not just like watching
0: a clip or two yeah yeah well over a decade for me probably over 15 years
1: at least
3: um yeah it's probably been 10 or 15 years for me but i also have to say that this this movie is where i got my parenting philosophy
2: yes it's true okay. and a damn good tattoo be excellent to each other nice uh yeah probably the same for me I know that I wanted to go back and revisit, and I probably will now watch Bogus Journey and then Face the Music again. Once Face the Music came out a couple years ago, I I watched it and I was like, oh yeah, I should go back and watch the first two, and then didn't. Um so yeah, uh it's so we have rediscovered this movie as adults, really, is, is what it comes down to. I mean
3: speak for yourself.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You were in your 30s.
3: You can fuck right off. <laughs> uh,
2: but yeah, uh, like I have watched this probably since my 20s. Uh, I was
3: not in my 30s. Came out.
2: Not when it came out. You said it's been 10, 15 years. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um, and you had mentioned uh, before we started recording, you have new hot takes. Hot goss on uh, oh, no. on this movie.
1: The um hottest
3: of takes. The hottest of... <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let's start, it off, start us off hot. Oh, God.
0: Well, I mean, we have the fact that Bill's dad is obviously a groomer who gets off on how young his wife is. Yeah. Yeah. After she mentions knowing immediately the teacher that Bill and Ted are talking about, he gets all hot and bothered, gives a very disturbing look around the room, and then kicks Bill and Ted out with money to go get food to presumably fuck his very young wife in his son's bed? Yes.
2: Yes. And she is three years older than him since she was a senior when they were freshmen.
0: Because she was obviously like the popular hot senior when Bill and Ted were freshmen, which is why they react to her the way they do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bill's dad. Too much... Who must be packing, like, a six-inch Coke can
3: diameter dig? for her reaction. <laughs> or, you know, vacation home in the Hamptons. Right.
2: <laughs> I mean, she's got a sports car with her name on a vanity plate, which yeah. in the 80s, I thought, was way more expensive than they are.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: it seemed very luxurious, didn't it?
2: Right. And now it's like 60 bucks.
3: It was more expensive. To be, to, to be fair. That's also, it well, was, it, it, it's it also was more, Iowa. It so. was more expensive uh, in the 80s and is still more expensive in some states.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: but yeah. Um, notwithstanding that uh, in the sequel, Missy is now married to Ted's dad. Yeah, what the fuck?
0: Which honestly, as long as it makes Ted's dad better, because Ted's dad is also clearly extremely controlling and borderline abusive. Wait, well. Also, what happens to either of their mom?
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> also, uh, Ted's dad is just eighties a cab.
0: Yeah, oh, one thousand percent. But like extreme military bootlicker a cab, which is yeah. Crazy.
2: Um, I mean, it's it's
1: a different flavor of horrible flavors. <laughs> <laughs> he's a captain it's of the extra salty. So he's the captain of the San Demas Department, Captain Captain uh, Ted, Captain Captain, captain,
2: captain Logan. Logan. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yep oh lordy um yeah when you watch this when you're a kid you don't think about the implications of what they're doing and how it could really fuck up your timeline but uh i guess the, the timeline is very malleable in this universe yeah we will get to that at our at our n3
2: questions because we've got some some serious serious ramifications to the space-time continuum you
0: know, happening to the fact that the princesses are elizabeth and mary and there's definitely some weird shit going on with that that makes that impossible. But also, they're obviously stand-ins for Elizabeth and Mary. So what happened to England?
1: <laughs> well, they're in San Diego, California. They don't care. It's not their problem.
0: <laughs> Mary and Scott live.
1: I mean, did you? Is she really that important?
3: Oh, <laughs> oh man! Oh man!
1: Wow! wow. So much non-existent heat from our uh, British listeners. That's right. Well,
0: hard royal stands.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll Let's
0: do it forever.
2: <laughs> I'll eat something with beans for recompense. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to get those tomatoes
3: hot.
2: That's right, hot tomatoes. Uh, Jen, any uh, new takes watching this this time?
3: Um something while well, regarding the time travel that I really loved where you're just like, oh, come on, time travel. They're just like, um, well, obviously I went back and did this after we went, we uh, successfully did our presentation because, and I loved it. I absolutely loved it because uh, you know that someone was like, uh, time travel doesn't work that way. And they're like, let me explain to you. How this fucking ridiculous movie, if you're trying to make it work scientifically, how we did it.
2: We actually, I almost paused it watching it. Yeah. The conversation that they have after they do it for the first time, which is with Ted's dad's key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he goes, okay, dude, remember the keys. And he goes, well, obviously we did remember because it happened. And like, that is your yeah entire, like, yeah. you know, a, a paradox just Explained away. Well, obviously,
3: we, we, we could
2: do it because we did it.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Wrapped, printed, ate it up, left no crumbs. They were just like, nope, we've got
1: this. Yeah. Right? They're like, hold on, we got this. Does a bump of cocaine. All right. We got one. <laughs> Done. I will say, with the exception, uh, now
2: that you brought it up, of the groomer stuff, uh, which was problematic, um, only one Gaysler. Um, and other than that, actually kind of stands up. Okay. Um, Bogus Journey does not, (laughs) uh, from what I remember, just a cursory look over it. Uh, it will not because there's like a lot of weird stuff with the princesses and the robots in that one. But this one surprisingly solid. Um, if I could get away with like basically a groomer joke, uh, character and one, uh, uh, Gay slur—it's passable for 1980s.
1: Very true. For a, sci- a sci-fi comedy in 1989, this actually like is tolerable.
2: Right? Uh, yeah, it comes out a lot better than the Goonies does.
1: <laughs> oh god! Oh yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, or or a lot of things out of the 80s. To to be honest, yeah. um, pretty much anything by John Hughes doesn't stand up. Like, the, I
0: love and will die for 16 candles forever, but oh my god, it's so hard to rewatch sometimes. Yeah, there's it's a lot, but oh,
2: there is an amazing article written by Molly Ringwald about watching 16 candles with her 16 year old daughter.
3: Yeah, it was cringy.
2: It, yeah, well, and, and she points out it's, it's cringy, but she's like, no,
3: that's what I'm saying. Yeah, is yeah. It was, she said it was cringy, yeah, watching it with her daughter. Yeah, yeah,
2: um but yeah so man bill and ted this is this is the most keanu reeves keanu reeves role like early keanu reeves this is proto keanu reeves uh <laughs> everything is touched upon that will make his career accept action uh <laughs>
0: hey they totally know how to sword fight totally
2: <laughs> that's true yeah that's true also you can completely fall out of a full set of armor falling downstairs, and the armor will still be intact. So we've right. got some
1: Scooby-Doo <laughs> physical logic here for it. That's a it. good
2: way to describe it. This yeah. whole movie's kind of Scooby-Doo. It
3: is absolutely it is Scooby-Doo. It? Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. It, it, yes. Very Scooby-Doo. I like it.
3: Memorable music.
0: Ouch.
2: Ouch.
1: Yeah, that's true. Hey, hey the mall sequence, where they're all fucking around, I play that clip every once in a while because I love that song. Well, there you go. I did listen. I did bring up the the uh, soundtrack on Spotify the day after we watched it while I was
2: working, and uh, they're all B sides to like really good rock albums,
0: <laughs> but not the good.
2: B-sides. Right, right. Not the not the good tracks on, or or even the good B sides. They're, yeah, um, yeah. Just, I mean, still. Decent 80s, like if you're getting into, you know, 80s metal, uh,
1: early yeah. metal. Hell yeah, 80s metal. <laughs>
0: they should be stuck with prog rock until we got somewhere decent in the Netherlands, like everybody else. Get
1: Let me four guys dressed up in lingerie, lingerie and some eyeshadow, please. And get that right. But also
0: have them be extremely homophobic, extremely misogynistic, and fucking underage girls on the record.
1: Oh, oh no.
0: I mean, you said you wanted the
1: 80s. I did. Where the hair. I want out. I want out. <laughs> Where the hair and the musicians are high.
3: <laughs> yeah, look, look, I, I did that and I don't want to do it again. Thank you. <laughs> That's like everyone was like, oh, the 70s were so awesome. I'm like, no, no, they really weren't. They just weren't. It's People okay. It smell
1: more like patchouli back then. I wasn't around for the 70s. <laughs>
3: Uh, well, they smelled like patchouli a lot in the 80's depending on where you were. So there has always been a
0: portion of the populace that has been convinced through enough casual drug use. And just like deadening of their senses, <laughs> that patchouli oil will override your need to shower, and that is simply not the case.
2: Yeah, I identify patchouli—the smell of patchouli—with the Hall Mall in Iowa City.
0: That's fair. <laughs> I identify the scent of with the scent of body. Oil.
2: Well, I mean, yes, yeah, that was it kind so. Of goes with that, yeah, that was my that was my experience being a stepdad and having two stepkids that went through puberty around me and I had to reprogram them to say, I don't know who taught you that cologne equals uh, a, a substitute for a shower, but they were wrong and you should not do this with your life.
3: Well, at, at going through puberty, it may not be a substitute for the shower because.
2: One of them was using it as a substitute yeah. for a shower.
3: Well, but they. They also could shower and then thirty minutes later smell again. Right impressive really. It is.
2: Yeah. I'm trying to remember what the name of the creature is. Nope, it's gone. It's a D&D creature that's like always stinky.
1: Oh it's
2: not a, it's not a troglodyte, it's something like that though. Anyway. <laughs> but it's like a, a lizard thing that's like uh Pig Pen from Peanuts. That is that is Teenage Boys. And some teenage girls.
0: Yeah. Listen, right. the, the locker room in my middle school and high school smelled enough like various bath and body work sprays. Everybody in peace stinks, okay? Girls should try <laughs> to cover it up a little less offensively. And even then, it depends on the girl. Mm. Yep. Yeah, absolutely.
2: I'm just glad that I graduated when I did and not like three to five years later when the ax spray really mm-hmm. hit.
0: Sense that give me a migraine even thinking
1: about that <laughs> yes sometimes <laughs> you gotta smell like an axe <laughs> oh okay so back to bill and Ted.
2: uh i mean definitely in its own category of the time travel movies that we've that we've done because even back to the future which i would argue is our is our silliest on this list up until now um Still took things a little bit more seriously. Oh, absolutely. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: I'm also going to say, this is definitely the longest and also most forgettable intro to any of the time travel movies on the list mm-hmm. so far. And that includes the fucking time machine made in the 1960s. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, the whole introduction with the, the future, and but you don't really figure out what's going on with that until three quarters of the way through the movie. Yeah, Yeah, it's just. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say it's just really uh, fortunate that um, everything else was so engaging after the beginning. (laughs) Like, once Bill and Ted come on the screen, you're like, oh, okay, this is what we're here for. I'm involved now, but yeah.
0: I would say the fact that it's George Carlin helped. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the first note I had for this movie was. Look at that beautiful crystal footage. <laughs> for some reason, the sequence took so long, it made me think about the fucking first Star Trek movie with all that damn ship footage for some uh, reason.
0: Uh, oh, that gorgeous miniature ship.
1: <laughs> Speaking of uh, George
2: Carlin, uh, according to Alex Winter, who plays Bill, uh, right. that uh, the first person that they approached to play Rufus was going to be Sir Sean Connery.
3: <laughs> oh,
2: God. and it was going to be a very serious, very serious role.
0: Oh, God. I'm really glad they didn't do that. Yeah. You can pull us off. The lightness makes it, although one of the oh, things no. I think early was that, you know, he's great as Bill, and, like, I adore him, but I can understand why they didn't let him talk in the Lost. That would have thrown everything
1: off. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> We're Consider- two kids! Ah, I'm a vampire! <laughs> oh, Alex, no. That's not getting in the way. <laughs> We're
0: gonna give that line to Kiefer. You're just gonna sit here and look brooding, okay? Okay. In fact, all of your
2: lines, just go ahead and highlight them, so the keepers can see them easier, cause the, he's, he's gonna have all the...
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Kiefers. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, he's
2: actually uh, gone on to become a pretty big producer. Yeah, um, and in uh, director of uh, of
1: um, documentaries. Oh, cool! Yeah, Alex Winter also starred in a movie I think called Freaked. Yep, and wrote it. You wrote it? Yep. Huh? And uh, what else? Um, for some reason, he's got. Uh, I think Keanu Reeves showed up in it as the dog boy or the dog man. In that freak. I don't know. I'm
2: looking at it now. I've never seen this. Brooke Shields, William Sadler,
1: Morgan Fairchild. Wow. Yeah. It actually had a lot of. Mr. T. Mr. T is the bearded lady.
3: Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid.
2: (laughs) He doesn't have any freak makeup on. He's just Randy Quaid. (laughs) (laughs) Just Randy Quaid going off. Wow. A company that pr- produces a toxic chemical tries to improve its image via a popular spokesperson, Ricky Coogan. Ricky travels to South America to get a firsthand look at the chemical's effects and finds himself at a mutant freak farm. Yep. Elijah, who runs the farm, is only too happy to have the new subjects on which to try. Oh, is only too happy to have new subjects on which to try his freak machine. The very chemical that Ricky is supposed to promote is the one responsible cr- for creating the great variety of freaks.
1: Oh, I have to. Someone saw Todd Browning's Freak Show one. I have to correct myself here. Is actually John Hawks as the cowboy dog guy. Uh, okay.
3: Wow. Uh, well, there was trivia on that saying that, uh, go down right there, Keanu Reeves.
2: Was paid $1 million for his uncredited role as Ortiz the dog boy. Well,
3: Ooh. fuck me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the soundtrack was written by Henry Rollins and performed by Henry Rollins and Blind Idiot God. Did we find another wow. movie to talk
1: about after this? <laughs> Listen,
2: I mean, I, I may need to God check. I may need to check this sucker out. Oh, All right, no.
0: I need to watch it, Henry Rollins. Yeah.
1: Did I just create a new series for us to check out?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I guarantee you a
2: movie called Freaked about freak show people. Made in 1993. It's not so going to hold up well today. Probably didn't hold up well then.
3: In 93, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. But anyway, back to Bill and Ted's. Back uh, to Bill and Ted's. Excellent adventure. <clears throat> so I get that it's like 700 years in the future, but also Rufus is like, yeah, everything's great. We've got water parks and like, I'm like, what about healthcare? What about like, like <laughs> other things? Oh, we got that figured out. Okay, Rufus. And it, it just felt like Rufus is saying, the timeline is great, but we have to go back in time in order to secure this future. And I'm just thinking, show me. Don't tell me, Rufus. Like, wouldn't it be crazy if it was like this random dude with a trench coat shows up, these two teenagers, and he's like, hey, want to get a to I need you here? to do this thing. <laughs> I need you not to fail your history report right now. What?
3: <laughs> yeah. Super
1: random.
0: <laughs> I mean, they're just a little too young, and that's right around the time little carton kids. Maybe
3: they were concerned.
0: <laughs> they're like, oh man, maybe these kids are important and not just disappeared. <laughs> so
2: there were uh, there were four people that were approached for Rufus to, to actually this this follows up with your idea of, of of kind of creepily walking up to two teenage boys and asking to get in your phone booth. Yes. Uh, Ringo Starr and Roger Daltrey were two of the other ones that were considered. But so was Charlie Sheen. And God. I think I think that the reality in which it is a creepy guy in a trench coat going up to two teenagers is the Charlie Sheen as a wrist roll. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But, yeah, also, Rufus, George Carlin, gets to do fourth wall breaks. And- yes. George yes, he, he does. does. Uh, which is uh, another flavor I've m- I love in movies. I don't know why, because it takes back you know your stage performances and be like it's lazy. I get it. Yeah, but we've let's be honest here. It's two teenagers getting a time machine. You are really yeah. waxing poetics with it or philosophy? You don't need to go tenant hard with this kind of movie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's true. There is a there is a little bit of uh, there is a bit of. Um, uh, leeway that you can give to this
1: type of movie. <laughs> yeah, somebody's putting a finger up to your lips and they're like yeah yeah
3: <laughs> it's like a short
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was uh, what was one of the notes here um, they were talking about Napoleon
0: well I mean they flash back to oh, yeah. the Napoleonic Wars okay for like 30 seconds so I don't really see the purpose. But then I had to throw out my Napoleon fact of he wasn't really that short for the time. And also, if we want to talk about something interesting, let's talk about the fact that he only had one testicle.
1: Ah, so he was trying to prove a point. Gotcha.
0: I think that's the true Napoleon complex.
2: Yes. (laughs) Yes, uh, Napoleon's 5'6", which amusingly is the same size as Rey Mysterio, which everyone always, like... Talks about how Rey Mysterio is so short for being a wrestler. You
0: know I am. Rey Mysterio is as tall as me. Like right, right. It's, it's short.
2: right, but when you're around giants,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like when the
2: average wrestler is over six feet, you
1: look really short. Oh my god! What else do I have for notes here? Uh, oh yeah, it was when Missy showed up um, and said, "What are you doing, stepmom?" I can't
0: stop it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm stuck. My hand is stuck in the sink.
1: <laughs> uh, also, I had a note here of uh, Ted's dad is insane. Freaking military academy? Bogus. And then they follow up with, yeah, it's going to be Alaska. And I'm like, ah, yes. Take a teenage California boy, put him in a military school in Alaska with the inconsistent, like, hey, short days, long months of night. That'll totally crank out a normal kid. Right? By the way, there are only uh,
2: four uh, military schools in Alaska and all four are in Anchorage. Did you just Google that shit? Sure did! (laughs) I got ADHD in the internet, bitch! I can know everything.
1: (laughs) Uh, What was it? And then they they cut back to the future with the three overlords, I guess? Or the advisors they're the council the yeah. yeah
3: they're attached to a wall they were floating in front of the wall
1: oh okay uh, and their line is their separation is an in- imminent and i'm just thinking your motherfuckers had time before this were you gonna make chess moves and they'd be perfect but they need the time machine or make this shit work listen
0: if they <laughs> interfere with the organic process Wild Stallion. Ah, you're talking They about- haven't even started guitars
1: that, that is Their true.
0: solution is Eddie Van
1: Halen. <laughs> no, it's music video first. <laughs> then they get Van Halen.
3: <laughs> There's a process.
1: Yeah. <laughs> first we get the jobs. Then we get the khakis. <laughs> then we get the women.
0: Then we learn how to do those jobs.
1: Uh, right.
0: After all that.
1: What was it? Uh, pretty decent special effects. For uh, the time, absolutely. For the time,
0: definitely. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. But also, tone, uh, telephone booth showing up in 1989, fine. If it showed up in 2023, everybody would be raising an eyebrow like, what the fuck is that doing here? It does limit it. Like, even mid-90s, people are going to be like, wait, what?
3: <laughs> well, yeah, if it showed up today, there would be people going, what's that?
1: Is this a fucking Banksy? What's going on? Uh,
2: there is, in an alternate reality, a, uh, a, a version of our timeline in which... Chiana Reeves was not Ted, but Paulie Shore was. Oh, oh
0: no. And I don't even, like, dislike Paulie Shore particularly, but no. This would not have worked
1: nearly as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. I agree. What about, what about uh, River Phoenix? Right. Or Sean Penn. Yeah, who right, were, who were both auditioned for Bill. Yeah, and then Ben and Fraser as well. That's fucking I feel and like R-
3: River
0: Phoenix was smart to ever play Dunnett. Dumb-
1: well, he's dead too, so.
0: Well, yeah, he was smart to a point. No. He's <laughs> also <laughs> like, ah! raised in a cult. Give him a break. <laughs> it's
2: true. Oh, okay. There is a fifth person, and this person was actually offered the role of Rufus and turned it down, and that person was Arnold Schwarzenegger.
0: What? Oh, no.
3: To be Rufus? Yes.
2: Ooh. Be not dead. Come with me if you want to
0: live.
3: <laughs> get in the phone booth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's that time period for Arnold at that point,
1: too. They do get better. They <laughs> do. Uh, oh my God. Don't forget to wind your watch. <laughs> Here's the one note I had about it since uh, Rufus is addressing directly an audience and telling. Everybody, hey, which is great. So technically, it's giving us a thumbs up that whatever we're about to observe or is about to happen, it's okay. It's fine. Just because someone already went back to the past and took care of it. Yeah. So it's all chill. This shit's fine. right. So if like Bill and Ted could stab a couple of people and it'd be okay for some reason, <laughs> and that timeline will be okay. <laughs> Do you?
2: Did you catch? where the casual loop paradox was in this movie. When the Bill biggest Ted, example.
1: Bill and Ted show up from the future after they busted their shit and they show up at the Circle K to talk to the Bill and Ted. Fe- and Past Bill and Ted. And Past like, Bill, Bill and Ted, yeah. It happens
2: during that scene, but that is not actually what the casual loop paradox is.
0: Gosh, the wind your... Don't forget to wind your watch.
2: No, because he tells him that even though he knows he's going to forget because he did oh because they're there. No. Rufus never introduces himself by name. Bill and Ted from the future are the first ones to oh, tell Bill and Ted Rufus's name.
1: Motherfucker, you're right. Rufus! <laughs> yep. So, way to solidify that you can immediately trust a man that shows up with a trench coat and some shades. Just have yourselves oh. show up. Yeah. yeah. Sixty nine, dude. <laughs> the
0: fact that no one says nice really bothers.
1: Me. Well, I wrote down that they said sixty nine dudes, and then I put down the note you said nice about it.
0: It's <laughs> like the wall.
1: Um. What else? Uh. Oh yeah. The circuits of history. Oh
3: my god. I, I, I think the internet is a series of tubes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my god, I finally know where the guys from Hackers got the
3: idea for what the internet looks like. <laughs> Maybe that's where that, that senator got the idea that the internet was a series of tubes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: Um. What else we got? Um, yeah, after they visit Napoleon and Napoleon gets uh, almost killed by a fucking cannonball, he falls through the circuits of tubes and he's stuck in a tree. And yeah. he falls out of the tree? And I'm just thinking, the Doctor would have never let this happen. Jesus Christ, Rufus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, speaking of the Doctor, uh, originally in the uh, in the uh, first versions of the script, they were going to drive a 69 Chevy as the time machine, and decided not to do that because it was too similar to uh, Back to the Future. And then somebody was like, yeah, but what about Doctor Who? And they're like, nobody will understand in the United States,
1: <laughs> Doctor Who. Ouch! Hey, I used to watch PBS Yes, like
0: yeah, I, I've night. been with a Doctor since I was a child.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> special effects were real bad.
2: Yeah, I can't do. I
1: can't do classic Doctor Eccleson on. Anymore, but I use... It's a weird perspective to have. Is people back in the day when they're watching Doctor Who, like old black and whites. They were probably fucking terrified of those concepts and the way they looked back in the day. Probably,
3: yeah.
1: I'm sure Daleks. Daleks were terrifying. Uh,
2: you know, as long as you didn't have stairs.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, they could fly.
2: No, no, no. That's actually a big deal in the the newer Doctor Who. The first time Eccleston runs into them, when the Dalek starts floating and yeah, actually goes over stairs. Yeah, is able to conquer stairs. That was their big weakness in the classic series. Oh, God. Not again. <laughs> they
0: decided to take it a little more seriously yeah. when they brought
2: Uncle Olsen
1: on. Bullets, my only
2: weakness. It.
1: Okay. So what do I have for notes here? Uh, Ted's dad's a bummer. Either Ted's dad... <laughs> sorry, Ted's mom is dead or divorced from the dad. Or it's the 1980s mm-hmm. and everyone's getting divorced and they don't explain why mom's not around. Um, in either case... The yeah.
0: saddest option. Clearly, mom did not care enough to fight for custody of Ted or Deacon and left them in this hellscape with a bootlicker for a dad and just took off.
2: Oh,
1: we're not a timeline.
2: I would say to tie in my my own my own headcanon would be to tie in how intrinsically tied these two families seem to be throughout the series of this of this these three movies. Right. The moms ran away together. Ah,
3: I think I, like I think Ted's mom is dead. I want the lesbian Ted and Bill moms right the movie. Where is yeah. it? Agreed, but my my head canon is that Ted's mom is dead, and that's kind of why his dad is such a dick. So, what about Bill's mom? Uh, well, she obviously left because her husband was disgusting.
1: Well, okay. Yeah, Bill's dad's got that whole Leonardo DiCaprio like certain Listen, age thing.
0: Bill's mom turned 24. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: she she, no she aged out. out. She aged she out. She got
0: Leonardo she DiCaprio'd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw that 25 coming and ran.
1: Wow. Yeah. Um, okay. okay. Well, I am I am oh. out of notes. Oh, I've got a note here of... Uh, so you have Napoleon, a historical figure, dropping your seat, and you're having your younger brother Deacon take care of him, and you gave him some money to take him to the movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not
0: no
2: question you're not is smart.
1: The
0: wisdom of the decisions of Ted Theod- Theodore Logan.
1: Yeah, that's true. All right, um, and then they time travel to medieval times because they're fucking around with the, the toys now. Um, wait, do they get do they get Socrates and Wait no, they get yes. Billy the Kid first, then Socrates, and then
3: Socrates,
1: Socrates, because okay. Billy the Kid
2: and Socrates saved them in medieval England. Yep, but the time machine
1: gets damaged because medieval assholes got a mace. Um, I called out some weird stuff in the medieval part. You did, like why a, are there so swords there are, laying around?
0: They weren't even like swords though; they were blunted practice swords. Clearly, ah. Gotcha. Also, <laughs> they had a whole sack of potatoes at the bottom of the stairs. Potatoes would have been just barely entered Europe. They are a new world crop and were not popular until like 1589 at the soonest, well after Henry was dead. So also I was just like, no, because potatoes. And I know that's weird and nitpicky, but I am weird and nitpicky. Also, Henry was old and skinny. Yeah, that didn't track either. I'm like, oh, but he ate himself to death.
3: (laughs) Also, how old, how long did he live? I, I just feel like people, people in the 80s and I just see this looking back and, and it happened in the 80s too. I remember I experienced it. But people in the 80s seemed to look far older than they actually were. True, And I think that it was the just the styles of how people chose to look. It, it was weird.
0: And the way women wore their makeup and stuff. I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, that is so not doing it. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, even the men just looked older.
0: Yep. Not, not, in-,
1: mm. not uh, in the uh, least. The one note I have here, because I forgot about it with the Wild West, was um, when Bill and Ted are getting Billy the Kid out of there, out of the Wild West, I thought, technically, this is kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> and Anne said, and life-saving. Um, <laughs> well, but yes. And what was it? One of the cowboys got a wedgie and Ann said, Oh, the power of a wedgie. And I'm like, Yeah, that's true.
3: <laughs> <laughs> You're blimp.
1: They step it up uh, in
2: Bogus Journey by moving to Melvin's, which are front wedgies. Nice.
3: Oh, man. To <laughs> the 80s. <laughs> this is a
1: weird origin for John Wick. <laughs> 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 nice.
0: My favorite part of the movie is definitely still Genghis Khan exchanging his club. For a titanium baseball bat and just going shit. Yes.
1: Yeah, the only note I had here would be like if I had to create like a time traveler review board, and they're like, all right, who do we have on the docket today? Oh, we we were just going to bring Genghis Khan to the 1980s. Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> You're going to what? Yeah. You want to right.
0: block now?
1: Request denied. <laughs> but also, why now? And then they start, just start grabbing after that.
0: I will also say Sigmund Freud was not nearly coked up enough for Sigmund. But that's only knowledge that I have now. I did not have that knowledge when I watched the movie.
2: <laughs> Sigmund Freud could be a coked up,
0: coked
1: up <laughs> whore.
0: It be accurate. Yeah. And
1: what else do I got here? Um, tell me about your mother. And I like to think it was like, weird pickup line there, Siggy. <laughs> Do you need a couch? couch. Said, oh god. And then what was it? Socrates. I read like, okay. some of the
0: letters he wrote to his like lover and then eventual wife. And like the flirtiness sort of tracks. The flirtiness. Although he likes to refer to himself as a big bag man. And very casually talks about his cocaine. Oh. Mm. It's a lot.
2: And I just want you on color c- commentary for every podcast I do with just your <laughs> random historical knowledge.
0: <laughs> I mean, I have time.
1: She is deep in the knowledge, she's also deep in that creep knowledge.
0: Listen, I just find interesting things, and then I'm just like fall down a hyperfixation rabbit hole and spend two hours reading things like Sigmund Freud's correspondence or chinese silk making processes in ancient times and then it's just a thing
1: and then ann's like oh my god it's 5 am i should probably sleep adhd and an internet connection (laughs) (laughs) so um just
2: something amusing to me uh that i just thought of and brought up the imdbs for all three of the bill and Ted movies Mm -hmm. um Elizabeth and Joanna, the two princesses, are played by different actresses in all three movies. so everyone, right? hmm They get recast in every movie. Wow. Wow. Who's
0: the one in the first one? Because she's familiar. They got
1: replaced faster than the Marty's white girlfriend?
2: Yeah. Uh, so, Diane Franklin was Princess Joanna, and Kimberly Cates was Princess Elizabeth in the first one. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the first one, they're basically just background characters. There's not much... Yeah. Yeah, to them him. at all.
0: She is. She's a French girl and better off dead. Oh, That's oh what I God. thought. But
2: oh. I oh, 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 nice. He
0: me with his testicles.
2: <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> your mom.
0: You mean tentacles?
2: <laughs> Sorry, your mom blew blew up Billy.
1: <laughs> Ricky.
2: Ricky, you're right.
1: Two dollars. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're away from me, kid. Background characters. They have a lot more to do, and I think I think Bogus Journey is probably the one where the princesses do the most. Correct. Yeah. They've got
1: the evil robots. Us is fucking with them. Like, so, somewhat literally, yes. Yep. And yep. what else? Uh, yeah, they don't even know how to pay the instruments yet, but they're trying. At least they're a little bit further than what Bill and Ted are doing. That's true.
0: Bill and Ted were like, we're going to make a meal.
1: Like, <laughs> you don't even have a song. Look, you gotta, you gotta, it's a feeling, all right? You gotta feel it out, you gotta stage your garage, then you buy the equipment, then you look at the equipment. Also, have you read some of the spec script shit about this fucking movie? Yeah, some of the stuff early, early in in
2: the idea, like, that they were gonna be losers in high school, and then they cast Alex
1: Winter and Keanu Reeves and went, well, there goes that. Oh, no, no, no. About while driving the van in the spec script version they end up in nazi fucking germany there's a choice and then it brings it off hitler into present time san demas before they collect the other historical figures
0: they swapped him out for napoleon that's a safe that's hardly comparable and napoleon was a delight the water park scene come on yeah that was
3: fantastic
0: to
1: be fair, Adolf and, Hitler walking around California doesn't really scare, scream like number one hit comedy for the no. year, You're right? <laughs> yeah, unless he's getting tapped two times in the back of the head, and they're like, "Well, there goes Hitler." <laughs> All so right. Dave, so what's
2: what's Hitler's what's Hitler's Waterloo scene then?
1: <laughs> oh no, there is there. No, I can't go without this thought process here. Uh-uh. It's just going to be dark territories for you, man. Like
0: <laughs> he gets accepted to art school. There we go. Oh, he gets accepted. But nothing bad happens because he gets accepted to art school and gets the attention he's so desperately he, crazy. Wait, he, he ends up in he ends up
2: he ends up in Anaheim and goes to Disneyland.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I thought this was supposed to be fun for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I know Disney was a Nazi sympathizer, but I was, was, about, was about to say yeah.
2: Point. Walt was an anti Semite. Uh, he finds the room with the the frozen head
1: (laughs) also apparently in another spec script they were gonna time travel visit Julius Caesar in Roman times and end up actually getting him killed (laughs) And have you ever seen the animated
0: they never cared about any of the end results of them fucking with history oh no they were just gonna have
1: fun with it um have you ever seen the Teen Titans movie where they're fucking with the timelines no. So there's legit uh, an animated Teen Titans Go uh, sequence where they actually stop um, Bruce Wayne's parents from getting killed. So there's no Batman. Oh, no. So they can actually have their own franchise movies. And then they're like, wait, we've messed things up. So they have to go back and make sure Batman's parents get killed. <laughs> oh, no. You're cut. <laughs> this is what it's making me think of. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't do Teen Did Titans Go questionable with the things that they do. Yeah. And there's also apparently in a prehistoric sequence they were going to show a caveman how to invent fire so they could light up a joint.
0: That's right. All
1: right. But nice. It's good we got this version. That was the theaters.
0: Sean Penn as Ted version. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Also another version where they meet Charlemagne, but uh they I guess they were calling Charlie Mangay. What? Yeah. And various,
0: Napoleon is a much more widely identifiable figure of history than Charlemagne. Yeah. Though, do you know who Charlemagne is?
1: I thought he was like one of the Roman guys that converted to Christianity because he had a prophetic vision. You're
0: very cute. He was the Holy Roman Emperor oh, oh, in
1: Europe
0: well <laughs> after the fall of Rome.
1: Wait, did I get him confused with Constantine? A little, yeah. Oh, okay. No, Constantine
2: was Keanu Reeves. <laughs> oh. Uh,
0: I am not really remember that version of Constantine. Oh!
2: Listen, I love the Matt Ryan version of Constantine, but I'm okay with the Keanu Reeves version of Constantine.
0: I really need him to be intensely British and chain smoking all the time. Otherwise, I just don't don't care for him. I don't know.
1: So Matt Ryan version Matt of Constantine. <laughs> yeah. Also, was I the only one seeing Keanu Reeves ducking in an Office Space? And just thinking about like, oh man, in like ten years, you're gonna be doing the exact same thing, but early like ah, days. Nice. That's right. No, I, I didn't think about that, but that's brilliant. Wait, is Bill and Ted's excellent venture technically a simulation for the one? Oh it might
2: <laughs> be it might be one of the earlier incarnations that didn't work didn't out.
0: He thought this is actually Neo was before the Matrix took over and reset society.
1: Ah, uh, yeah.
0: Neo was always Ted.
2: <laughs> it's kind of like every every Ryan Reynolds movie is really a Deadpool movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard that but I love it.
1: <laughs> we need to work that out. We need to figure this out, especially with the whole buried movie. That one fucked with me. Oh, I didn't see that
0: one. He was working as a government operative. That one makes the
2: Right. All right. Any other thoughts before the final three questions?
0: Even though there were like those weird questionable moments, I still thoroughly enjoyed rewatching. Them. Yeah. It's fun. It's really largely very unproblematic. And I'm gonna say it for the second time because again, the Napoleon scene in the <laughs> water park of Waterloo is just one of the most joyful five minutes of film ever. And I love it and I will never not love it.
2: So the science of this movie. What do we think about the science of the time machine? Time circuits? Oh,
0: man. Throw party on. Video. That's what I think. Party on.
1: That's, yeah. That's yeah. The
0: proton science absolutely. Party on.
1: Smoke a joint and chill out. That's right.
0: Point. Yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, still explains more than Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But listen, Doc is a disgraced nuclear physicist, <laughs> so you've just got to trust that there's some science working there. But we're not smart enough to understand it. But Christopher Lloyd at his most manic- Why are
2: all these time travel shenanigans happening in Southern
1: California?
0: I don't know, but the 80s did seem really unhealthy in Southern California. Well,
1: and
3: the Chicago sure. suburbs. Yes. Oh, well, Yes.
1: That's funny you ask, Josh, because it's money and it's cost money to sh- anywhere else. So we're just going to do it in our own backyard. Do you know well, when, I- is no.
0: when inclement weather is literally never a problem? Yeah.
1: Well, that's
2: yeah, that's that's why a lot of those shoots now happen in Vancouver. Um, but having lived in Los Angeles um, for for a couple of years and being on a couple of shoots for independent movies that never really went anywhere. It is fucking expensive, to shoot in Los Angeles, uh, especially yeah. like out of a studio and on the street. Um, and cops will stop and ask to see like your, your permits. There's a lot of uh gorilla shooting that happens in LA.
1: Oh uh-huh. yeah. So was this primarily shot in like Canada then? Like what are we talking about here?
2: Well, let's see the mall. There was a, hold on. There's a section about the mall.
1: Okay. Um, principal filming was in Phoenix, Arizona. There you go. It was a mall in Phoenix. It was a closed mall in Phoenix. Yeah, and also Coronado High School, where they did a lot of the school shots. Huh. Uh, yeah. I'm oh, the sure
2: Metro was- Center, the Metro Center Mall in Phoenix, Arizona, which was open at the time. It closed down in June 30th, on June 30th, 2020, after 47 years in business. All the malls are dying. Uh, yep. I'm not super upset about that.
0: So not sad. <laughs> all right, fun.
2: How much fun did you all have with this movie? A lot. So much.
3: Yeah. Oh, I, I love this movie. This movie, like, there are things that are, you know, hot takes, as you said, Anne. There are things in here that you're like, um, yeah, no, that's not, that's not good. But overall, the movie still was entertaining. I still liked it. I still had a great time watching it. Um, you know, overall, it's still it it really holds up for me as yeah. an enjoyable movie.
2: Yeah, same. Uh, I mean, it's it's a classic for a reason. Um, you know, you can still watch this as opposed to, like, we've discussed a lot of 80s movies. Like, don't even bother to go to Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, nope. No, no, no. Nope. Don't do that to yourself. Nope. Yep. 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 Yeah, this one this one absolutely uh holds up and is fun and is still fun, continues to be fun. Um all right. Results to the space-time continuum.
0: <laughs> Listen, I mean clearly it ends up okay because they're on Shark Island in the future and everyone's happy. So whatever things that they did and they definitely did to blow up all of the timeline clearly didn't have an ill effect. So everything's okay and don't worry about it. It's chill.
3: Yeah. On. Yep precisely it's just ridiculous and i love i love those moments that we talked about where you know if someone was trying to take this seriously as a time travel movie where they're like look obviously we did the thing because look we got the result right, right. so let's not overthink it it's basically it's it's like don't overthink it it's a fun movie just enjoy it
0: but also at its heart i think the only thing to take from this movie and take seriously is that message of like, be excellent to each other. Because it's a silly yep. movie and there's a lot of stupidity in it. Yeah. But that at its core. Yep. It's just a really beautiful and good message.
3: I agree. And Great tattoo. Great exactly, tattoo idea. Exactly why. And, you know, <laughs> I may have said it jokingly, but I am not kidding when I say that is how I raised my children. I said, there is one thing you need to think about when you interact with other people. Be excellent to each other. It's easy. It doesn't involve religion. <laughs> I oh, like it.
1: it. It's streamlined. Yep. A point yep. Okay, but for
2: real, by my understanding of the space time continuum, this movie fucks space time continuum so bad.
1: Oh,
0: it oh, So
2: bad. So bad. Like other time travelers are like.
0: Mary and Elizabeth. Yeah. What yeah. happened to England?
2: Yep. No,
0: no,
3: Joanna
2: and it's Elizabeth. Joanna it's Joanna and Elizabeth. And
0: Elizabeth. <laughs> oh that's Uh, right the princess that didn't
2: exist right yeah but like other time travelers are going through like don't be suspicious don't be suspicious don't be suspicious don't be suspicious and then bill and ted like drop through in the middle of of a western town that the entire town just watches
1: their time machine go uh i actually brought that up to anna's like so these people just had like some kind of question of the reality and or faith and or yes yes absolutely Fox here box made metal box gone what uh, and then we had the observation wait they're people in the old west they probably don't even have to think about this they probably think it was a mirage or something
0: listen they'll go they'll take some laudanum for their headache yeah. everything will drift drift away and no <laughs> one will believe them
1: fair. <laughs> Well,
0: Socrates from the Acropolis, like
1: they rolled up did on he the have Acropolis a chance
0: to teach. Like, what happened after he got back? Did he find out he was gonna get got, and
3: mm. then away out of it? No.
0: <laughs> oh, maybe that's why. Because he came
3: back and he's like, oh malls and shit. And they're like, he is fucking crazy.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Listen, we've been joking about it before, but now he really is trying to corrupt the youth. <laughs> <laughs> like Ozzy Osbourne.
2: He's trying to put them in leg warmers and shop at Sam Goody. Get him.
1: <laughs> Wait, what was the quote that Socrates... Uh, sorry, that... Um, Dust in the Wind? Bill said that he said that he's, he's taking it wrong. Oh, he was talking about the Socratic
0: method and the the wise man is the man who admits that he knows.
1: Ah, gotcha.
0: And I was like, oh, but that's not, but okay. That's us, dude. That's us,
1: dude. Stuff, dude. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, uh, throws a big old fucking wrench in that time machine, in like the whole space-time continuum thing. And they're like, that'll work itself out.
0: Well, because they showcase okay, so you don't have to worry about it too hard about it. Wait, are
1: they going with the whole fucking... Uh, Avengers Endgame shit. <laughs> so we'll just take these people from this timeline. We'll show up 10 seconds after we left and we'll just drop Billy the Kid off in front of all those angry angry talent folk and he'll be fine. He'll work it out.
0: Again, if they retain that knowledge. Right? But yeah. This, the, the, the ultimate science of this as far as the effects of the timeline are not great if you're no. trying to take it any other way than the movies presenting it. Which is as an '80s comedy where they're like, but it's okay because Rufus already told you it's fucking up.
1: right? But so also, you take some from a, like the future or from the past, use them for a little bit for the future, like history project, then drop them off. Who's
0: gonna believe them, right? <laughs> so you end up with instead of Socrates influencing Aristotle, who then went on to teach Plato, with Socrates. Coming back after a weird fucking experience, and all of a sudden everyone's like, "Don't listen to that fucking buffoon. He's gonna tell you he went to the. Future. It's nuts. Just don't worry about it. Oh my god. And then Alexander never goes on to invade most of the fucking Eurasian continent. I mean, really, the effects are a lot if we carry it out.
1: Rufus is, Rufus should have been like, "Don't worry, we can time." We can memory wipe them. It's okay.
0: Do you <laughs> flashy, flashy thing none
1: me? Do you flashy thing me, Rufus? <laughs> <laughs> flashy thing.
0: <laughs> Man, men in black took threats more seriously than Bill and Ted did. That's right? wild.
2: <laughs> oh God. So this is uh this is our swan song. This is our final time traveling. Uh, what what is your big takeaway? From this six-part series.
1: I think I got it. Yes, you can look upon your past. You cannot change your past. Accept the past. But it does not defy you. You can grow from it. All right. Weird thought. I know.
0: I think for me, like, I enjoy some weird time travel stuff. Like, I like isekai stuff a lot. And I love Doctor Who. But it showed me how much more I appreciate time travel outside of the personal scope. Because all of these stories end up being very personal and it gets messy. Mm-hmm. And I feel cleaner about the science and the results when there's less personal messy stuff involved because people make some bad decisions selfishly, And even if these stories, movies never fully flesh that out, I'm still haunted by the possibility. <laughs> Give me see, the our, one today.
2: see our episode on butterfly effect.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Jen>? R- <mess. laughs> no parents. <laughs> <laughs> no parents. <laughs> Um, it would have been better if there were no parents for some of them. Yeah, no kidding.
3: Um, yeah, I think I think I'm I'm more with with Anne in that you know it's I I sleep at night better better sleep at night I sleep at night sometimes because um, you know time travel isn't a thing because people people are very selfish and you know I see butterfly effect. Um, to try and affect things to make their lives better that end up fucking things up for everyone else. Well, and also the time machine. I mean, it's just like Right. A,
2: right. Uh yeah, I uh I I had a great time with this. I was not I mean, time travel was a genre that I'm like, "Eh, okay. It, I could take it or leave it." Um, but I really enjoyed getting into the nitty-gritty and just seeing how these different Takes are presented in such different ways. Like we went all the way from, you know, nothing really matters. Like you can't really change anything. Like a twelve monkeys or or uh, um, a time machine, um, in which nothing right. will change. You're you're always going to be on the same line. All the way to something like a butterfly effect, where it's like, yeah you you don't want to go messing. With this, because there is no way to interact with a timeline without changing it. Um, so I will definitely be more cognizant um, moving forward, and, you know, not just letting the popcorn movie wash over me, but actually looking at it and being like, OK, so what will the ramifications um, My final question that I have just off the top of your head, is there any movie that didn't hit the top five that you would recommend? Movie,
1: TV, show, that kind of thing, that you would recommend? Um, well, if you're looking for something completely ridiculous, then do Hot Tub Time Machine, obviously. Yeah, yeah Hot <laughs> yeah. Tub Time
2: Machine's a great one.
0: I'm going kind to come out of left field here because it's very tangentially related, but there's a small element of time travel in probably my absolute favorite anime movie of all time uh your name kimi no noa and it's like only three years but that movie is a mindfuck a movie that touches on time travel and also soulmate connections like the red thread, thread of fate that the way soulmate connections are expressed in literature and media and it's just beautiful and the soundtrack is gorgeous and the animation is gorgeous and if you are soft at heart at all, I guarantee you will cry. Will did and got mad at me because I made him watch it. I watch it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a Freaky Friday body swap thing with that. it. it yeah. With time travel? Yeah, with time travel. Um,
0: and a comet that destroys a town.
2: So I've got a movie and a TV show. Um, the movie, I would say it is kind of a, a Freaky Friday kind of thing, um, but it's Last Night in Soho. Um, if you haven't seen that movie, it's awesome. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's really it's a, good. Just a really great movie. Uh, and then the second season of Russian Doll. Uh, first, first season is time loops. Second season is actually time travel. Uh, the whole series, or both seasons both of the series, are amazing. Of the series
3: are incredible. Yeah. And Definitely. I don't have a recommendation. All I can think of, and it's a joke because you're gonna laugh. Outlander. <laughs> i don't i don't recommend it. it well i mean if you're into that that's fine it's just you know it's a
2: bodice ripper
3: yeah totally is
0: but not a particularly well constructed bodice ripper and i've watched a couple of, of the show
3: and read a couple of the books because my mom loved them and then i couldn't i um someone recommended the books to me and i read i think two of the books and um, so when the series came on, I'm like, oh, this could be interesting. And I watched the first, I don't think I watched the full episode, did I? Yeah. I watched one episode, part of the first episode, uh, the pilot, and I couldn't do it. I was like, oh, oh, no, 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 no.
0: <laughs> I only made it a couple episodes in, I think. I didn't get very far. And I used alcohol heavily to get me that far. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Not bad. Yeah. Not cool no it was not it was a similar vein to um uh when my sister was pregnant with her second child and i was staying with her she said i had to read these because she was teaching school at the time and she's like and and therefore you must read them so that i have someone to commiserate with and it was the twilight series mm-hmm. i am so sorry and i trashly enjoy that series like the trash rat that i am. oh i've read the <laughs> entire thing too because i mean you know once you start well, also, it was like I could read a book in a day and a half. It wasn't that yeah, hard. They are, they are very not
0: taxing reads at all. They go fast. Yeah. Also, just just going to point out, Stephanie Myers, what the fuck? Why have you not given any of your money or proceeds to the Kiliwet tribe when you fucked their mythology and wrote new stuff when they're a real tribe in the Pacific Northwest and then have provided absolutely no money to them in spite of your usage of their actual tribe and in spite of the fact that they are historically very poor and not doing well just just a side note on stephanie myers and why she pisses me
2: cuz she's a privileged white woman cuz she's trash a trash human privileged
0: white mormon it's worse
2: oh yeah well on that note <laughs> Okay. On that note, we will uh we will sign off. Um, I do have a little bit of housekeeping. Um, if you enjoyed this series or if this was your first introduction to a graphically novel production, we have new stuff coming up. Um sadly, Will and, and Anne will not be there for for the new stuff, at least the stuff we have planned. But uh watch this space. Maybe Will will once again just send me a message being like, hey, I want to do this thing, and then we will do the thing. Uh, that's pretty much the impetus of how this show came about. Is a late right. night message where he's like, "Hey, I want to do this thing." Uh, we do. have a you new
1: messaged s- me
2: first. You message me first.
3: <laughs> yeah, go <laughs> back. I feel like a
0: fun series where everyone puts out like their favorite trashy nineties. Oh, okay. And then we all have to- Hudson Hawk.
3: <laughs> that's not really trashy. Bad. That is not trashy.
2: Oh, it's also eighties.
3: Um, uh, uh, can I just? Lead. I don't remember the '90s that well.
2: Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> oh,
3: I was I was in my 20s oh. in the
2: '90s. Speaking of Henry Rollins. Oh
3: yeah, Johnny Mnemonic. Yes.
2: What causes it? This causes it. This causes it. <laughs> uh, we do have a new season of Ret Conversations that we are in the planning stages for right now. Um, really? We are we are going to go through such. Amazing comic book storylines, as Secret Invasion and uh, Hellboy: The Conqueror Worm, and uh, what else do I have coming up on this freaking?
3: I'm going to be on a sh- uh, episode. I don't remember what
2: you are going to be on an episode, and of course I don't have that. Hang
3: on, I got it right here. It is um. Human Target.
2: Human Target, uh, which is a series by uh, Tom, King. Tom King. Yep. Uh, what else are we doing? Sins of Sinister, Age of Apocalypse. Ooh. The last. We're going to have a show with our youngest fan. His name is Daniel. He's 11 years old. Uh, shout out to Daniel. Uh, and he has asked us to explain The Last Roman, Ronin, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic, which I've now read probably shouldn't be explained to an 11 year old so yeah. uh yeah it's gonna be a good time yeah. uh, and then we will have um everybody's favorite uh guest mike hollywood who was our person that really inspired the series and we will be explaining mouse to him so um wow. yeah yeah get ready for some screen uh also, graphically not on the graphically novel side, we are currently working on our Superman episode and our Hulk episode. Um, and I imagine shortly after that we will uh be sitting down and, and recording our Sandman episode, uh which hey, has who? been long been on our docket. So watch this space, exciting things coming up. Uh we may sneak uh Will and Ann back onto a couple of shows. Uh you know, you you will be able to hear them again. Uh, but really in- <laughs> do not underestimate the sneakiness. <laughs> uh, but until next time, take it away. I fight dragon. Uh-
0: And the next time you feel it, it might make you mad, but you